0: This episode of Tipper Reaper is brought to you by lie. Oh wait, no, never mind. Politicians <laughs> get wrecked. Welcome back, welcome back. If you're new here, welcome to the Ticket Ripper podcast. My name as always is Benjamin Abraham, Arrevalo the Mexi Jew, coming at you pre-recorded from Austin, Texas. I almost said Albuquerque. I forgot where I lived there for a second. Uh, but Austin, Texas. Yes, sir. Barbecue, HEB. Uh, sorry, I don't know what that was. You live here long enough and you just you just start blurting out random stuff. Um No, it's a great, great town, great city. I didn't move here uh, because of all the people who are moving here. I legitimately moved here uh, because it just it was an option. And I said, no, okay. Uh, so here I am uh, in Austin, and I'm recording. So if you notice that the sound is a little weird and a little uh, garbage, it's it's because I'm, I'm I'm recording inside of an amphitheater, also known as an empty living room. Uh, all we have in here is books. Uh, there's nothing to stop the bouncing, but we're gonna work on that. We're gonna get ourselves some uh, some soundproofing materials to try to you know juice up the sound a little bit, but. Until then, you're just going to have to deal with it. All all three of you. (laughs) Three of you. But anyway, we're going to get back right into it, straight into it. You're probably wondering to yourself, ooh, I wonder what he's going to talk about. There's so much to talk about, isn't there? There is DC's latest piece of garbage, uh, Wonder Woman, the 1980, who cares? That movie had some questions to answer. i'm not gonna i actually next episode it's definitely i promise you it will be wonder woman i cannot like that movie if you haven't seen it that's your homework go watch it i assure you it won't be a good time but if you think of it from uh this is a comedy movie kind of aspect like it had its moments i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like bash it horribly it had its moments but it also had it's like oh god like come on really Like, really? Like, you didn't... Some of the movie was unnecessary. But nonetheless, we're not going to talk about that today. That'll be next episode, uh, which I I will try to make next week. But, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, But anyway... Today, we're not going to talk about that. You're probably wondering, oh, he's probably going to talk about Tenet because he finally watched it. Did I buy it on Blu-ray at 4K the minute it came out? Absolutely. Did I hold it in the back uh, where I work uh, so that nobody would buy it? Yes, absolutely. Is that illegal? Maybe. Don't tell my boss. Um, but we are not going to be talking about Tenet either, even though it completely melted and fried my brain. Today, we are going to be talking about an old movie. We're taking it. Back in the day, way back in the day, (laughs) way back in the day, we're going a decade back, people. Oh, God, that sounds, oh, that hurts to say. But we are going to arguably one of the greatest, like, one of the, like, top, I want to say, like, I'm sorry if this offends anybody, top five uh, animated movies of all time. Of all time, mind you. I just said that this is one of the top five animated movies of all time. Like, there's everything Pixar has done. There is, like, Inside Out. This is up there with them. This is up there in the top five. And you're probably wondering, like, there's no way. Like, there's no way. If it's not Pixar, if it's not DreamWorks, like, what could it be? Or whoever. I don't know who made this one. But you're going to get it here in a bit. The movie is Rango, and if if I just lost some of you, uh, then good, you don't belong here. We are. I want to. I want you to know, we right now are a Rango podcast. We are a Rango fandom, because this movie, and yes, I am talking about the one with the lizard. This movie is start to finish, nonstop, just beauty. In, in the the script is so good. The, the voice acting is incredible the freaking uh the 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 animation is just downright gorgeous and you can't if you don't think so like that's just on you okay that's like completely on you um and i just want to put it out there this movie rango actually won best animated feature film of the year in 2012 so if you don't think that this is a good movie you can eat it you can eat it, dude. <laughs> this movie, but like, I feel like this movie has been slept on so much. Like people are over here still making franchises on or on a Toy Story. Like we have four Toy Story movies and only one Rango movie. And that's enough. Because I literally, could, I, and I have, I've watched Rango twice in one day before. Like a week ago. And it was incredible both times. And then you're probably wondering like, what is it that this man loves? And I'm not going to do like a recast of past. I'm not going to do anything with this movie. And specifically, and the reason I'm talking like kind of like I, I sound kind of funky is because I'm I'm smiling right now. That's how happy this movie makes me, and I'm not gonna do any of those like recast the past because you can't recast this movie because it's perfect. It is a perfect movie. The fact that it has a 75 Metascore on IMDb shows goes to show that IMDb, like we the people, do not know or the the, the Metacritic the, the the Metacritics they do not know how to rank a movie. 7.2. 7.2 is still pretty good, but out of 10, 7.2, you got to be kidding me. This movie doesn't have anything wrong with it. It's beautiful. So let me give you the synapse. If you haven't seen Rango, go watch it. It's on Netflix right now, and if you haven't seen it, you're, you're a moron. That's just it. And if you haven't seen it recently, you're a moron. Watch it again, and you're, I, I promise you, you'll fall in love. If you're listening to this podcast, and I haven't lost you in the past six minutes, you deserve to watch Rango. You, Rango is your movie, Okay synapse rango is an ordinary chameleon who accidentally winds up in the town of dirt a lawless outpost in the wild west in desperate need of a new sheriff simple but like so rich he's a chameleon okay and like obviously he's like from new york or something so he's not going to be a good like in the west dude so he's out of his element everybody's like so gritty Everybody's like so Western. The music is so Western. The dude goes flying out of a car and he's thrown into this like wild, wild, west. It's like he stepped into a movie from another movie that he was in. And it's hilarious. Like Johnny Depp plays Ringo. Um, and so he is like like from like he's zany but not not zany in a way that you would uh ever have imagined uh johnny depp being you can still hear that it's clearly johnny depp but it's not the same as like his zany from characters like uh um jack sparrow or like you know willy wonka or all these other ones that like people know him from he's goofy man like he's legitimately just a goof but he's not like it's not too much it's a believable character weirdly to say about an animated guy but like it's a believable character that he's playing and uh, the di- Rango was directed by uh, Gore Verbinski, which if you don't know who he is, he made uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, I believe, one, two and three. Um, and I mean, obviously, those are those are the best Pirates of the Caribbean movies. The reason or the, the fact that we have two more is completely, you know, like it's l- l- let's look. Let's look at what Gore mm-hmm. Verbinski like. Let's look at his impact on things. Gore Verbinski touches Rango. He does the, the like all this stuff, all this stuff. And it's beautiful. Pirates of the Caribbean, he made three incredible uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Uh, The Black Pearl, Dead Man's Chest, and At World's End. Now, if you're wondering, oh, I wonder if he did the fourth and the fifth. He did not. And if you're wondering, are the fourth and the fifth absolute garbage? They are. They are. (laughs) And I'm not saying it's because Gore Verbinski wasn't the director. But at the same time, is it a coincidence? Is it a coincidence? I don't think so. I think the guy, it's its not really that he's like an incredible writer. Because he didn't write these. He didn't write these. Like he, he he wrote some of it, you know? Like he helps. like, But he's not the sole writer of it. He's not like Spielberg. I'm not like comparing him like he's one of the greatest directors of all time. But he visually and just kind of like his the style that he has a niche, like he's really good at, is this kind of like genre, like really gritty. Like keeping it real, but at the same time giving you this sort of like kids kids ish movie, like PG thirteen grit, like taking it to the limit that you can, but not also like he doesn't want this to look pretty. He doesn't want you to to look at these people and be like wow, like wow they're so like uh, like all this like stuff when uh, you see movies like action movies or other movies about like pirates or western people, like they're they're clean, you know, like. Like, back in the West, like, your you, you showers, you're not, you're not clean, clean. Like, you, you, you're maybe, like, dumping yourself in water. And, like, some people don't, didn't even shower for, like, a couple days. You know, especially, like, with the work that they had to do back then. Like, you're dirty. And Gore Verbinski is not afraid to put, like, like people, beautiful people in that dirt, in that muck. You know? Which is weird to say, but, like, look at uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Look at how the like different from any other movie it is as far as like the design, the character designs, the way that the makeup, the way that it's all done. Like I'm not saying Gore Verbinski went hand by hand and like make up each of these persons, but he is at the head of this like vision and he has this vision from not even just visual aspect, but he wants he knows how the movie has to feel. And he brings that to Rango uh, in this sort of like really just kind of like like the, it's an animated movie and normally when we it, about animals and normally when you think about animated movies about animals you're thinking oh they're so cute they're so like adorable anything like that or like you know uh like a uh, zootopia like they're so oh they're so fluffy and like it, it's like a marshmallow everything's made out of a marshmallow no not in this movie in this movie each of these animals has something so weird about them. They're not perfect. They're wonky. They're dirty. They've got grit, you know? Like, there is no animal that you could, like, look at and actually be like, oh, he's so cute. No, his clothes is tattered. He's, 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 he's covered in dirt. Uh, like, there's this sort of, like, haze to it all, you know? And it's perfect. And it's perfect because it's what it should be like. It's what a movie about the West should be like. And it adds this element of like, just kind of like, I don't want to keep saying gritty because it's not gritty. It's not like they're like like the new Batman or anything like that. It's just unique is what I'm going to say. It's unique to see somebody take animals like this and or take the concept of like, oh, it's a movie with animals and take it to this other level of like, yeah, but like, what if it wasn't like oh, like. They're, like everything didn't have to be soft. Everything the, like you, children can watch things that aren't all, you know, gumdrops and candy. Like you don't have to people love to like put like th- that's the reason why animated movies are so like clean is, is I guess the way I could say it is people if people are like child uh, proofing, like, you know how they do with, with their house, like table corners. They're like putting like soft stuff on it. People do that to movies. And Gore Verbinski's sitting here and he's like, why? Why do I have to make a movie for for children that has to look like it was made for children? I'm a 24-year-old man. When I watched this movie again, I I haven't seen it probably since like 2012. And when I watched it just last week, I was in awe. Like, for a movie from 2011, it holds up so well. The animation is beautiful. The the, the color, the way that it looks, uh, the way that it feels is just drop-dead gorgeous. And that's, I mean, there's a reason it won the Oscar, you know? And on top of that, like, as if it wasn't enough, but he made this this movie, like, I'll have talked about in the past, what, six minutes, is how the movie feels. Now, like the characters, you know, Rango's an incredible character. His problem is that he is a like the the whole dilemma in the entire thing is kind of like a uh, like an an avatar sort of thing where like he he goes in and he's like a part of the people, you know, and he becomes the sheriff. And he's like and all these people rely on him and he tries to play this role. That's his 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 role in the movie is that he starts off as an actor and he tries to play this role of the sheriff uh, so that he can be a part of this community. And then later, when it comes time for him to actually step up and be a hero against the villain in this movie, which I'm going to talk about here in a, in a second, when it actually comes time, it, the truth is revealed that he's just a fraud. And so he goes on like this journey of identity, it's, which is really, really odd for a Western movie, which I mean, I, you can call it a Western, which is very odd for a Western movie to take on. Like that's the theme of it is the, the, the theme is like you need like it's a search for identity. And he finally finds out who he really is, which is, I mean, he is who he chooses to be, and he chooses to be Rango. And so, he goes on this like like journey of himself to find Clint Eastwood <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, and like, and to bring the water back to the people. You got to watch it. I can't explain the whole thing here, but then he goes back and he fights the or he he faces the villain of the movie who is um um oh god his name is rattlesnake jake and he is a rattlesnake who wears a cowboy hat and his gun isn't because i mean rattlesnakes don't have guns and it'd be weird if they made like a floating gun just appear out of nowhere that he's holding like that that's some that's something like other movies have probably done or will do, but like it, it didn't work out. So what they did is they implemented his gun into his rattle. It was like a part of his character design. Don't ask me how he reloads the thing. That's that's a question I don't want to answer. But Rattlesnake Jig is um is voiced by Bill Nye or Nye or whatever whatever his name is. However you pronounce that, super nice guy, super British guy. Uh, he was on like one of the, some of the underworld movies. Um, but what one of the things uh, and I love it when directors bring over actors from other movies to play like kind of not really similar characters, but the similar vibe. One of the things that I love about this actor, Bill, uh, Nicky, whatever. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Don't get on me for it. Uh, but he one of the one of my favorite roles that he's done is he played uh, he played a uh, tentacle dude. And <laughs> it's in the Caribbean too. Tentacle dude, what's his name? Jo, uh, jo, Johnny Bones? Uh, <laughs> oh, D- Davy Jones. There we go. Oh my God, I beefed it. Uh, Davy Jones, and his voice act like he he acted as the character, but I mean you can't really see his face because it's covered in you know fish. Um, but he his voice acting in that movie is just so fantastic. Like there will never be villains like the ones that, uh, that, 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 that this dude has played. And Rattlesnake Jake is definitely on that list. Rattlesnake Jake, if I need to describe him to you, other than the fact that he looks like a rattlesnake, because he is a rattlesnake, he is a demon from hell. Like, and that it's weird. That's like sort of the role that he plays in the, in the, in the thing. He's like a legend, apparently, in the, in, in the westerns of this movie. And he shows up, and they put such a low... Like low timber on this dude's voice, like the EQ they said bass all the way. If you have like a subwoofer or like a like a home theater system that you watch this with, your sub will be rattling when this dude comes on. And it and he does again. This comes back to Gore Verbinski knowing what he's doing, what he wants, because having that low tone, like just rumbling through the uh, through the speakers when he comes on the scene it gives it this this feeling that like like he's not just uh you know a villain he's not just another another character he is a presence in the movie he changes the way the movie feels he changes the the atmosphere of the scene and not even in the scene but in your own home you all of a sudden feel tense uh it, it's it's a trick that like that they do all the time for instance um in uh, Hereditary, if you have a sound system or if you watched it in theaters, you might have noticed that there are some parts where there is this low, uh, like, heartbeat, uh, really low, low, like, bass heartbeat going And some of the more tense parts. They do this because, you, for some reason, you subconsciously just start feeling tense. It's these, like, it's using audio to get, to convey, like, put you in a certain spot. And that is exactly what they did with Rattlesnake Jake. And it works Beautifully, you like you can't help but be in awe of this character, especially when he pulls out that like he starts doing stuff with his rattle gun thing and he's like, and he's like, machine gun, uh, like taking down like uh bats in the sky. It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. And there's no possible way that, like, regardless of like how heroic Rango gets, there's no possible way of overcoming this character other than like the number one thing that all of these care or that these like West characters care about, like back in the day, it was about like, Oh, you like you were, you were an outlaw. You had honor. Like you, like you sure, you know, killed women and children so that you could get a dime, uh, <laughs> but you had honor, right? Don't ask me how that works out. Um, but you had honor with it. And that's in the end, what ends up, what Rango ends up defeating, uh, not really defeating, but they, they come to an understanding of each other of respect and honor. And it's like, I can't, I can't put like, I don't like explaining movies. I don't like, I'm not going to sit here and give you the whole synopsis. You have to watch it. And then you have to like, and then you'll realize that everything I'm saying, it's this movie, like people will buy this movie on like DVD or something for their kids. But literally you watch this movie Watch when you watch this movie, watch it with a different mindset. Don't think of it as a kids' movie, don't think of it as an animated movie. I personally believe that in 2012, like 2012 Oscars, let's see. Oh no, oh my internet's dead. <laughs> oh, we'll pull out the phone. Um, but I personally believe that this movie, um, I think in 2012, uh, Life of Pi was up, so I mean, it's not better than that. But I think that, uh, Rango, if like, there's I, I hate, I'm just gonna say, I personally hate the, the separation between a feature that, like, I, I hate that, um, a feature like an animated feature, uh, film, I hate using that word, an animated feature movie, like a, a full length movie, uh, in animated can't win best picture. I don't think it's ever happened, and I don't, and I, I, but I, I think that the rules should allow it. Like, you can can win Best Animated and Best Picture, in my opinion, because I think that this movie, during the 2012 Oscars, would have stood a chance against, like, I think what won in 2012 was Argo. Argo, dude. Argo. Let me, I, I don't think any of you are understanding just how much of a slap in the face that is. February 26, 2012. Let's see. Uh, Oh, who cares about any of this? Hugo won like 20 awards. Because Martin Scorsese decided to make a movie that wasn't about gangsters. (laughs) Oh my god. 2012. 2012. Oh, it was The Artist, which... I'm going to be real with you. I haven't seen. I haven't seen The Artist I'm a terrible film guy, movie guy. God, I hate using that word. I'm a terrible movie guy. I haven't seen The Artist. And I'm going to tell you why I haven't seen The Artist right now. It's because I don't watch movies that don't have words. you're trying to be it's a movie you can't you can't win best actor if you haven't said anything like that's honestly like a very ignorant thing that i just said of course you can the freaking uh leonardo dicaprio did it. he said like no words halfway through the movie and that was it um but i mean 2012 best picture best picture nominees there we go the Descendants, uh, The Artist, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, Moneyball, Midnight in Paris, War Horse, Tree of Life, Hugo, The Help. All right, so this is a tough year because The Help was actually really good. Hugo, come on. I mean, who you're going to put Hugo on that list? Uh, I did not even seen Tree of Life. I refuse to watch anything by that dude. I, don't, I think they're just <laughs> – I don't know why, man. I'm not a good movie guy. I'm not a good movie guy. War Horse, Steven Spielberg when he started going downhill a little bit. Uh, people were just like, "All right, man. We know you can make war movies. Just take it easy." Um, Moneyball. Moneyball was actually pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. I did watch Moneyball. Uh, I was I was really bored. It was like 3 a.m. I said, "You know what? I'm gonna watch Moneyball." Haven't seen the artist, The Descendants. Eh, I mean, who even cares? It sounds like a really boring movie. <laughs> yeah, this is so bad. This is so bad. But no, like personally, I believe there are a lot of movies that haven't been nominated for Best Picture in the war in 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 the like you know past decade that still do not hold a candle to Rango Rango is a perfect movie for start to finish and I think that the 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 idea and the Oscars we know that they're all a scam now it's just a popularity contest like who all who can campaign more for your friends you know like we know that it's it's just it's it's a it's a scam it's a lie but I I think that like still like I think that it isn't too late to change it to where, like, no, I'm not saying like, oh, open it up for people to vote. No, because people vote for dumb movies. People vote for really stupid movies. If we open it up for a vote, like movies, like like Avengers movies would win Best Picture every single year. Which, I mean, I'm not saying that Marvel movies aren't good. I love Marvel movies. But are you kidding me? Rango beats any of the Marvel movies out of the water. <laughs> Which is really strange to say, but like, like, come on, like you can't put like life of Pi next to Avengers end game and be like there. And that's, that's the problem that you can't open it up for a vote, but at the same time, you can't do it like based on like who campaigns for their movie. We need to actually look at all the movies that, that, that are out there and we need to pick the best one and that should win best picture. I don't think that Rango would have been been Best Picture, but I think it deserved a nomination. And I mean, it won. It, all this is moot because it won Best uh, Animated, so it basically won Best Picture. But I still think like animated movies deserve a chance to be claimed the best like actual movie of the year as well, you know? Because like, it's kind of there's kind of like this like this like kind of vibe to it that like oh this is the best animated picture. So, like, it's like, oh, this is the best movie of the year for kids. No. And, I mean, there are some movies that have been nominated that weren't made for children, you know? But at the same time, like, you get what I'm saying. (sighs) But, like, like, it, I am and now I'm on an Oscars rant again. Here we go. 2011 Best Picture nominees. Here we go. I'm about to, because I brought up the Argo thing. When was it? 2013 it has to be 2013 best picture nominees so I'm about to read you the 2013 best picture nominees and I'm about to tell you which one won Uh oh okay it wasn't Argo okay cool wait was it Argo I'm confused now I don't know what year Argo won all I know is it didn't deserve it uh, uh let's see animated supporting role Jesus Jesus Animated feature? What? Where's the where's best picture? What's going on? <laughs> I'm lost. I'm lost. Oh, God, I'm lost. I don't know what I'm looking through. Actor, actress, actress in the supporting role. Animated feature film. Dude, where's the... <laughs> this is going to be such a weird podcast. Best picture, here we go. Okay. I'm gonna name you off all of the movies that were nominated for Best Picture in 2013. And now you're probably wondering like, what is this like? Why is this year so important for the dude? This is the year that I realized that the Oscars were a piece of garbage. Did I keep watching the Oscars after them? Super excited every single year? Absolutely, because I had hope. I had hope that they wouldn't be a piece of garbage that next year. Did they always disappoint? Pretty much. But anyway, here we go. The nominees for Best Picture in 2013 were Argo, the Ben Affleck movie. Amour, some French garbage. <laughs> Which is really mean to say. It's probably a really good movie that I haven't seen. Beast of the Southern Wild. Idris Elba, I think. Django Unchained. Okay, that, that, that's a really good one right there. Okay, we're rolling. Les Miserables. Uh, you know, I, I mean, more French. A little French for me. Too much music. Uh, but really good, you know, really good movie. Life of Pi, arguably one of the best movies of all time. Lincoln, probably super boring. Nobody cares about Abraham Lincoln that much. Like, I'm not going to sit there for two and a half hours, which is also really bad, really bad thing to say. <laughs> I haven't seen Lincoln. You can obviously tell. I'm not going to sit for two and a half hours and watch Lincoln die. Silver Linings Playbook, really, really good movie. Really good movie. Zero Dark Thirty. Haven't seen it. Probably incredible. I think it's about them taking down like uh, Osama bin Laden. I've heard it's it's fantastic. Now, of all those movies, of all those movies, which one? uh, Personally, I think Life of Pi was the best movie of that year. It's incredible. It's fantastic. You watch Life of Pi, it's like a journey. Of all those movies, would you like to know which one won? It was Argo. It was Argo some some trash about ben affleck saving people in the middle east from a, like a, a, an airport is like a hostage situation it's a, based on a real story real stories don't win oscars who wants to watch a movie based on a real story about the 70s literally argo i i remember this movie i remember this movie enough to know i hated it it was boring it was garbage ben affleck was an absolute drone in this movie he, half the movie, he's looking off screen. I don't know if it was because the character was like, like, it like had something or something like that. But like, it, it was bad, man. It wasn't entertaining. It was like a two and a half hour long, just like me sitting there wondering what's going on, jurisdictions and laws and like secret societies and crap. But Life of Pi, The Silver Linings Playbook, you're joking. Is what I is what I said when I when I uh, found this out I was like you're joking it's it, it was the saddest year for me saddest years for me as far as like uh, Oscars after that like they went back to like okay we're actually gonna nominate movies that are good this time how's that uh <laughs> what uh what's what you call it's uh, 12 years of slave one which is really good 12 years of slave is incredible in 2014 2015. Uh oh, 2015 was another one. 2015 was another one that was like kind of rough. Cause uh in 2015, Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of what what was it called? What was it called? The unexpected, oh Jesus. The title is so long again. The unexpected virtue of ignorance. That won in uh 20 2015. But do I think it? And don't get me wrong, Alejandro Giñarito, hes my hero. I mean, he's a Mexican dude who made it in the in the big movie industry in America. Uh, he's an incredible dude. Do I think that that movie deserved Best Picture? I do not. Whiplash was a perfect movie, and it was so much better. The Grand Budapest Hotel was a perfect movie, and it was so much better than the uh, the Birdman. But Birdman was pretty pretty fantastic. Also, I think Boyhood. Uh, the fact that it didn't win was kind of a slap in the face of the 12 years that they sank into that movie. <laughs> they, took, they were like, dude, we're going to make the most artistic movie. We're just, n- n- everybody's going to age. We're going to just film the movie as you grow. Uh, Patricia Arquette's going to be young and then she's going to be older. It's like 12, 10 years, the decade of this kid's life. Uh, and then it's, it, it, I, I feel like it got a nom just because of that like because of like the work that it took, but they were just like, it's never going to win. Cause I mean, let's be real. The movie was kind of dull. Uh, (laughs) Which I'm so sorry for the 12 years you put into it. Just to have some dude in a living room in Austin, Texas, call it dull. (laughs) I'm a terrible person. I'm a terrible person. I think I'm clipping the mic. I don't even care. Oh, we were talking about Rango, and now we're just on on a completely different subject. Rango's fantastic. Rango should be allowed to win Best Picture. I think we need to go back and pick the Best Picture of the decade. There should be like a decade Oscars. That sounds fantastic. But no, the movie's great. You have to watch it. Um, It is absolutely fantastic. And the like the jokes in this movie, land so well. They land so well. It's a very like off-brand comedy, and it's so good. It's so good. And I, I trashed some other movies. I trashed, <laughs> I trashed other stuff. But I, I will never slander Rango. Rango is a perfect movie. And Gore Verbinski might be a genius. I'm just gonna say it right now. Gore Verbinski might be a genius. Uh, I don't know if the Lone Ranger did very well because of the fact that uh, Johnny or Johnny Depp played a a Native American, which is kind of like, I mean, if you're going to have a Native American character, like there's Native Americans out there. I'm sure any of them would have loved to play Tonto. Is Tonto Tonto, which means dumb in Spanish? Yes. Do I think that that's why they named him Tonto? No. Does Tonto still kind of sound a little bit... Like, it shouldn't have been, uh, like, they shouldn't have named an African or a Native American uh, Tonto? Yes. Like, you could have given him any nother, other name. You know there's, like, Native Americans out there with names like George, right? Like, they're not all, like, like I get, I get that this, like, but still, Tonto, bro? I don't know. That that sounds like some white writing to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I know it was based. I know it's based on a TV show. We shouldn't remake, remake things that were based on TV shows from like back in the day. Back in the day, we didn't know what we were doing on TV. You want to get canceled? You remake something that was made back in the day, um, unless you do it, you know, new. Uh, <laughs> oh man, this has been an episode, man. But yeah, that's all I got to say, and that's all I'm gonna say. We're at thirty minutes now, which is a pretty good length. I'm gonna keep it there. I th- I'm ha- I'm happy with this how this turned out. I had I lost myself a couple times. And we're just going to end it. I'm going to go play video games. I've done this. I've done this. You, are you happy now? I've released it. Get off me. Follow me on Twitter. Ticket Reaper Pod. Uh, I, I promise I'll, I'll start tweeting soon. Uh, don't invest in the stock market. It's all a lie. Uh, take care of your mom. Uh, take care of your grandma. Uh, and, you know, just, just show them this podcast because I'm sure they'll like Ringo. Watch Ringo. Watch Ringo. We need to start watching old movies again because they're fantastic. Alrighty, uh see ya.